0: CHAPTER One: FROM MODERN DANCING IN THE LIGHT OF SCRIPTURE AND FACTS BY W. W. GARDNER THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN FOR MORE INFORMATION OR TO VOLUNTEER PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG MODERN DANCING IN THE LIGHT OF SCRIPTURE WE REMARK 1. THAT IT IS PURELY A WORLDLY AMUSEMENT BASED UPON A LOVE OF WORLDLY PLEASURE by worldly amusements and worldly pleasures is meant those amusements and pleasures belonging peculiarly to the unconverted in contradistinction to the sacred and social enjoyments and pleasures becoming christians all that is true and honest and just and pure and lovely and of good repute in this world belongs to the christian religion never was designed to make our innocent pleasures less on the contrary it tends to augment Elevate and purify both our natural and spiritual enjoyments. Its ways are ways of pleasantness, and all its paths are peace. It imparts real and substantial happiness. But the Bible expressly forbids conformity to the world in its impure and vain amusements and pleasures, and requires in Christians a new and holy life and conversation, conformed to the spirit and teachings of the gospel. As it is written, Be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god romans twelve two only let your conversation including conduct be as becometh the gospel of christ philippians one twenty seven as he who hath called you is holy so be ye holy in all manner of conversation and conduct 1 peter one fifteen when professors of religion engage in the giddy dance or encourage it in others are they not guilty of violating these plain precepts the bible also prohibits the love of the world including its honors riches and sinful pleasures as it is written love not the world neither the things that are in the world if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but of the world first john two fifteen and sixteen that dancing is one of the favorite pleasures of the world none will deny and is well known that those who habitually indulge in this fascinating amusement become passionately fond of it indeed the passion of the professional gambler for cards is not more insatiate than that of the habitual dancer for this worldly amusement and this very love of the dance is not only one of the greatest hindrances to christian enjoyment and progress but it is one of the greatest obstacles to the salvation of sinners during a busy pastorate of nearly half a century in cities towns and country the writer has witnessed many sad examples of this fact hence it is manifest that all christians young and old are expressly prohibited from either dancing themselves or encouraging it in others and those professors of religion who persist in this forbidden amusement give painful evidence that the love of the father is not in them accordingly the religious herald of richmond virginia says social dancing is not only unscriptural but anti-scriptural it wars with the very tone and spirit of the bible the command be not conformed to this world as clearly forbids it as if it had been said thou shalt not dance For what is conformity to the world if dancing is not in galatians 5 19 through 21 the apostle gives a dark catalogue of the works of the flesh and tells us that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of god but let the devotees of dancing know that the apostle includes in this appalling list of sins that shut men out of the kingdom of heaven revelings greek komos which means social dancing or festivity with music and dancing the truth is that this popular amusement is just as unscriptural as any of the other great sins with which reveling is here classed we remark too that modern dancing is evil both in its appearance and in itself the advocates of dancing admit this fact in the very plea that it is not as bad as some other forms of amusement in which christians engage if this be true, it only proves that they should abstain from all such forms of amusement and especially from dancing, which is admitted to be a bad thing. Christians are required to abstain from all appearance of evil first thessalonians five twenty two or as revised, to abstain from every form of evil, whatever is evil in its appearance or evil in its tendency or evil in itself is prohibited in Christians and all this is confessedly true of dancing ungodly friends plead that dancing is a genteel and harmless amusement and by this means induce young christians and pleasure-loving professors of religion to participate with them but at the same time these very friends regard it as highly improper and christians to dance and therefore have very little confidence in the piety of those who join them in this worldly amusement which has the appearance of evil and is admitted to be evil The prevalent idea that partial conformity to the world in questionable things will recommend our holy religion and win the ungodly to Christ is both dangerous and false. People of the world admire consistency, and they know full well that Christians are required to abstain from all appearance and every form of evil and to keep themselves unspotted from the world, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Hence it necessarily diminishes their confidence in the piety of those professors of religion who indulge with him in this vain amusement or excuse it in others what anxious or dying sinner would think of calling on a dancing professor of religion much less a dancing preacher to instruct and pray for him to such he would say physician heal thyself and that which has the appearance of evil and is confessedly an evil in dancing children has the same appearance and the same character in those pleasure-loving parents who approve and permit them to engage in the dance the approval of evil is evil itself, and if modern dancing has the appearance of evil and is a real evil, as is omitted, then the approval of it by parents is sinful. God himself so regards it. Said he, I will judge or punish the house of Eli forever, for the iniquity which he knoweth, because his sons made themselves vile, and he restrained them not. 1 Samuel three thirteen. Parents are responsible to God to religion and to society for the evil which they might restrain in their children and others and it is dangerous and sinful to neglect it the same is true of churches in regard to their dancing members we remark three that modern dancing obscures the light of christians and causes their good to be evil spoken of to all his true disciples jesus says ye are the light of the world therefore let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven matthew five fourteen and 16 christians are here required to let their light shine before men by holy living and good works and thereby constrain them to glorify our heavenly father they are to be living epistles of christ known and read of all men as he who holds a torch in his hand is distinctly seen by those who are in the dark So Christians are seen and watched by the ungodly. And men of the world judge of our holy religion, and are influenced far more by what they see in Christians than by what they read and hear from the word of God. Hence the importance and propriety of our Lord's injunction, therefore let your light, etc. But when the disciples of Christ mingle in the giddy dance, or encourage it in others by their presence or otherwise, they necessarily obscure their light and men of the world are driven from the saviour instead of being drawn to him take heed therefore says jesus that the light that is in thee be not darkness for if the light that is in thee be darkness how great is that darkness matthew six twenty three and luke eleven thirty five accordingly paul exhorts christians to be harmless and blameless the sons of god without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine, or shine ye as lights in the world. Philippians 2.15 Now we ask, are Christians harmless and blameless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the ballroom, or in the dancing party, and do they there shine as lights in the world? Is not their light darkness when they mingle with the gay and the godless in the merry dance? And are they not justly liable to rebuke when they participate in this worldly amusement? and that which obscures the light of Christians when done by themselves unavoidably has the same effect when encouraged in their children or others. Christian parents are required to train up the children in the way they should go, with the promise that even when old they will not depart from it. Proverbs twenty two six. But is modern dancing, or even the dancing school, any part of such training? Rather, does it not tend to lead children in the way they should not go? let facts answer these important questions it is evident therefore that modern dancing in all its forms necessarily tends to obscure the light of christians and ends should neither be practiced nor encouraged by them accordingly the religious herald says social dancing is destructive of the religious influence of those who practice it one of the great ends for which christ leaves his people in the world is that they may exert an influence for his cause anything that hinders or impairs such an influence should be at once abandoned at all cost that dancing does this is manifest from the notorious fact that no one has much confidence in the piety of professing christians who dance they are the occasion of scoffing even from those who on convivial gatherings urge them to dance no one thinks any the less of worldlings for dancing for nothing better is expected of them but Let one profess religion, and then indulge in this amusement, and he will at once immensely sink in the estimation of all classes. The dancing professor not only exerts no good influence for the cause of Christ, but is a positive injury to it. He causes the way of truth to be evil spoken of. Modern dancing not only obscures the light of Christians, but it also causes their good to be evil spoken of by the world and thus weakens their influence for doing good. Says Paul, Let not, then, your good be evil spoken of. Romans 14.16. Yet even dancers themselves speak disparagingly of the piety of those professors of religion who participate with them in the ballroom and the dancing party. It is so glaringly inconsistent with the Christian profession that even the ungodly are forced to condemn it. It is impossible for a dancing Christian to enjoy religion or do good to others. We remark, 4, that modern dancing gives offense to good brethren and sisters and therefore is a sin against Christ. It is a double sin, giving offense and causing others to offend. Now it is a fearful sin either to offend or cause the least of Christ's disciples to offend. Speaking of this sin, our Lord says, Who so shall offend or cause to offend one of these little ones who believe in me it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea matthew twenty eight six but it is not only the ignorant and weak who are offended by modern dancing but the overwhelming majority of the wise and good regard the practice as glaringly inconsistent with the christian profession and ruinous in its tendency to the souls of men and hence they are deeply grieved with those pleasure-loving brethren and sisters who either dance themselves or aid and abet it in their children or others what professor of religion can reasonably expect the divine blessing upon himself and family who thus knowingly and willingly offends good brethren and sisters and by example and persuasion causes inexperienced young christians to offend by dancing now if dancing were a commanded duty then christians would be bound to practice and encourage it even though it might give offence to others for we must obey god rather than men but no one will plead this in justification of modern dancing there is no sin therefore in abstaining from the practice while there is much sin in indulging in it as it is written give no offence neither to the jews nor to the gentiles nor to the church of god first corinthians ten thirty For adds paul when ye sin so against the brethren and wound their weak consciences ye sin against christ first corinthians eight twelve the argument of the apostle is this to give unnecessary offence to brethren and wound their consciences is a sin against christ modern dancing gives just offence to brethren and wounds their consciences therefore it is a sin against christ either to dance or encourage it christ regards whatever is done to his people as done to himself it will so treat it at the judgment and the king shall answer and say unto them verily i say unto you inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren ye have done it unto me matthew 25 40 compare verses 41 and 45 to offend or cause one of the weakest of christ's disciples to offend therefore is to offend against him and he will so treat it hence we see that those christians who either dance themselves or encourage it in others will meet a fearful account at the last day in the language of the religious herald we add that social dancing is wounding to the feelings of all the truly pious what eminent christian in any denomination is there among the ministry or laity who is not grieved and discouraged when this amusement prevails among professing Christians, now does not dancing become sinful if it produces this effect upon so many of the most intelligent, useful, and holy in Zion? Can that professor be a Christian who persists in a practice that gives pain to his pastor and more experienced brethren? If the amusement were sinless, he is bound on scriptural grounds for this reason to renounce it. Read first corinthians eight thirteen It is not only a great sin either to offend or cause one of Christ's disciples to offend by dancing yourselves or encouraging it in others, but it is a much greater sin to defile a church of Christ and disturb its peace by this pernicious practice. Accordingly, Paul says to the church at Corinth, If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Let no man deceive himself." first corinthians three seventeen and eighteen that church member therefore who persists in dancing or aids and abets the sinful practice in others and therefore defiles a church of christ and disturbs its fellowship incurs the just displeasure of god and will inevitably be destroyed except he or she repent now every intelligent christian must have doubts as to the propriety of modern dancing and this alone ought to restrain all from either practising or encouraging it it is manifestly a sin to indulge in anything of the propriety of which we have doubts accordingly paul in speaking of the propriety of eating things offered in sacrifice to idols says he that doubteth is damned or condemned if he eat because he eateth not of faith for whatsoever is not of faith is sin Romans fourteen twenty-three this is a general principle applicable to promiscuous dancing and to everything else of the propriety of which we have doubts no christian should engage in anything of doubtful propriety but even if modern dancing were an innocent amusement as some contend still it would be the bounden duty of all christians to abstain from and discourage it simply because it gives offence to good brethren and sisters when the question of eating meats that had been offered and sacrificed to idols arose among the early Christians, how nobly and promptly did Paul determine if meat make my brother to offend, I will eat no flesh i e offered to idols while the world standeth, lest I make my brother offend Romans fourteen thirteen through twenty three though not in the apostle's estimation wrong in itself, yet like Jesus. Paul pleased not himself by wilful indulgence, lest he should hinder the gospel and offend or cause his brethren to offend. Thus all Christians should act in regard to modern dancing. The principle laid down here by the inspired apostle is of universal application and extends to everything that needlessly gives offence to good brethren and sisters and causes others to offend, as dancing most unquestionably does. We remark, five, that modern dancing is wholly incompatible with every christian duty paul in addressing christians says whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do do all to the glory of god first corinthians ten thirty one does the christian dance to the glory of god at the present day is the glory of god the object of parents in sending their children to dancing school or in dressing and encouraging them to participate in the party dance or the public ball yet the inspired injunction is whatsoever ye do do all to the glory of god this command covers the whole ground and includes whatsoever we do again paul says in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto god philippians 4 6 when christians desire to dance do they make known their requests unto god when parents send their children to the dancing school or encourage them in dancing by their presence or otherwise do they by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving make known their requests unto god and invoke his blessing upon their mirthful efforts yet the divine command is in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be known unto god how dare a christian practice or encourage anything upon which he or she cannot in faith and hope with a clear conscience ask god's blessing and again the apostle says to parents provoke not your children to wrath but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the lord ephesians six four is modern dancing any part of the nurture and admonition of the lord rather does it not necessarily tend to counteract the good effects of all religious nurture and admonition and if dancing children be converted It is in spite of the evil influence of such pleasure-loving and worldly-minded parents, and owing to the blessing of God on the efforts of others. Such children are truly brands plucked out of the fire, and monuments of God's amazing mercy. And still again Paul says, Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, and things whence by one may edify another. Romans 14.9 is modern dancing one of the things which make for peace and does it tend to mutual christian edification let backslidden young christians distracted churches grieved brethren and sisters and troubled pastors answer these questions the same is equally true of every divine precept. it is evident that modern dancing in all its forms and especially the waltz is wholly incompatible with every christian duty and therefore it ought neither to be practiced nor encouraged by any christian but should be discountenanced and opposed by all we remark six that modern dancing is the opposite of the spirit of christ and at war with the entire bible the spirit of christ is known by its fruits which are love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance galatians five twenty two and twenty three And in conversion, these fruits are implanted in the hearts by the Holy Spirit. Now, says Paul, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Romans 8, 9. That is, he is not a Christian. The possession of these holy fruits, therefore, is both an evidence and test of our personal piety. We receive Christ by faith, and says the Apostle, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Colossians 2 6. But what is the spirit of the dance? Is it a fruit of the Holy Spirit? Is it the spirit of Christ? Rather is it not a fruit of the flesh and the spirit of the world? It is associated with revelry and wantonness and is diametrically opposed to the spirit of Christ. To imbibe the spirit of dancing, therefore, is to quench the spirit of Christ, and to participate in the dance is to cease to walk in Christ as we received him the spirit of christ and the spirit of dancing cannot dwell together in the same heart the love of the dance expels the love of christ from the soul and it can be regained only by sincere repentance it is evident therefore that modern dancing is opposed to the spirit of the gospel and is the very opposite of the spirit of the savior who was meek and lowly in heart and who requires the same spirit in all his followers the spirit of the dance is at war with the spirit of him who is holy and harmless, undefiled and separate from sinners. And yet we must possess his spirit and follow in his steps, or go down to hell. To all these professors of religion who persist in the corrupt and corrupting dance, and die without repentance, he will say at the last day, Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, for I never knew you. Matthew seven twenty-one through 23 and twenty-five twelve accordingly mrs sally rochester ford of st louis author of grace truman remarks it is a significant fact that even the world condemns dancing in christians is it not a forcible reason why young men and young women who have professed to follow christ should abstain from dancing how much better it would be for the true interests of the people of god that all dancing christians and all apologists for dancing give up this practice which in its spirit is so opposed to the spirit of christ if we apologize for it or in any way give it our countenance and by so doing permit or aid in its indulgence by our children or the children of our friends and they be enticed thereby down to death what a fearful record we shall have to meet when we come to be judged See ford's christian repository for september eighteen seventy seven such in brief is modern dancing in the light of scriptures one it is purely a worldly amusement based upon a love of worldly pleasure two it is evil both in its appearance and in itself three it obscures the light of christians and causes their good to be evil spoken of four it gives offense to good brethren and sisters and therefore is a sin against christ five it is wholly incompatible with every christian duty And six, it is the opposite of the spirit of Christ, and at war with the entire Bible. For these and many other reasons which might be given, Christians particularly should neither dance nor encourage the evil practice, but should oppose and restrain it in others. End of chapter one of Modern Dancing in the Light of Scripture and Facts by W. W. Gardner.